0: Good day everybody Pastor Tim Carstatton here Christian Center Shreveport Doing our daily podcast So glad you're with us today We've been talking about the border battles What the natural is revealing in the spirit And today we're going to describe What an ancient boundary is And our responsibility to Stand with it and walk with what the Lord has set Before us personally and for our nations Alright, let's tune in Before the battle's over we're well, gonna sing in it the, the king has overcome that's our passion well welcome it's the 14th day of february 2024 or valentine's day for many brothers sisters have you thought about the one you love taking care of him well it's a great day to do that we're having a special service tonight uh if you whatever time you're listening i don't know when you're listening to this but on wednesday night the 14th uh just celebrating not just for married couples or couples we're just to uh, Define what God meant when he commissioned us to love one another. Okay, that's tonight. Well, we've been talking about border battles. It's good to be back home first, I should tell you that. All my flights took me a while to get home, but I made it. And glad to be back in Louisiana, sewing here this week, uh, especially what God's doing here in our state and with Christian Center Shreveport. Thanks for following us. Okay, let's pick up where we left off yesterday and uh, the ancient boundaries we described in the word in proverbs tells us to not move ancient boundaries these are boundaries that the lord sets when we say ancient we're talking about not just nations that they've been had they've had boundaries for a long time we're talking about the boundaries that the ancient of days has set that our nations would have adhered to we have them in our own house what value system what boundaries has god put within the family structure within our marriage structure? have we moved? Have we stretched it farther than we should stretch it? That's something that we want to talk about today. So we're going to try to answer the question, what are the ancient boundaries or markers? And it's what God established them to be is basically, if I could sum it up in one sentence, it's what he established them to be. The word of God is our first standard. Then the prophetic directives for our lives, that's in alignment with the word and for ourselves and for our nations becomes those which the Lord partners with us to achieve. If he sets boundaries and we agree with them and the prophet agrees with them, then he's going to partner with us to make sure they come into manifestation and he's going to protect them if we cry out to him. Now, if we change the boundaries, which we see in the body of Christ, we the woke church and All the seeker-friendly distorted grace messages. Now they've changed the boundaries. Now they're saying, "Well, you can do that and still stay strong with the Lord." You know, whether whether whatever lifestyle they are adhering to, and I'm not going to name those. You can fill in the blank. But those are ancient boundaries that you've moved, and now the Lord's against you. Nor, no, so definitely he's not going to partner with you uh, or with anybody that does that. So one of the first in our nation, America, was. Uh, one that we talked about when God spoke to us about we would share the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. Okay, that's one of the first covenants, that's an ancient boundary that the Lord desires. He said go into all the world and preach the gospel. That the gospel of the kingdom, that is a commission, that's a boundary. And if we don't set that boundary, if we don't walk in that boundary within our own lives and our own nations, then we're we're outside the boundary and we we set up another standard that's not the Lord. In Isaiah 49, 6, it says, he says, is is it too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also make you a light of the nations so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. That aligns with that very passage about the gospel going out and I love what it says there, is God? Is it too small of a thing for God to raise up a nation and restore a nation? Come on, restore a city, restore a family, restore you, ultimately, if we roll it all the way down. So we're also given a mandate in Revelation eleven fifteen. it says, then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Kingdom of the Lord literally means to rule. So an ancient boundary that the Lord set in Genesis was that his children would establish his kingdom in the earth. We know that. That passage goes on to say, when the Lord starts taking this reign, the nations will be enraged. So we can have an expectancy of that. So when you see the convulsing of the earth, That's the birth pangs of right of his return. It's because the earth, as far as um, the enemy, uh, the 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 reigns in the earth, is convulsing because it's becoming very apparent that the Lord is going to take the reins of nations, and the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. That is a boundary that is not going to change. So as the enemy tries to invade our nations with illegal immigrants, with people bringing other gods, bringing terrorism. Bring in hatred, uh, just all sorts of issues they bring into our nations. Look, that is that's going against the ways of the Lord, and so the Lord is going to be enraged against that because now the standards He put, the boundaries He put in these places, are being challenged by an antichrist spirit, and the only answer to that is He must respond. Obviously, He's going to respond on our prayers. So I am activating. I'm telling you what an ancient boundary is, but I'm also activating you to begin to cry out that these ancient boundaries be adhered to, that they, they be heralded in the spirit realm, and that the enemy that tries to come against those boundaries be dealt with accordingly. And I'm not talking about people. Obviously, people will be a part of that, because when you ask for that to happen, people will be affected. That's just inevitable. But you don't worry about how God does his vengeance. That's his. That's not ours. He'll take care of that. So that means there will be an indignant, it'll be, he'll become indignant to a point of rage and wrath against anyone or entity that would challenge that authority. Wow. That's amazing. That's what Psalms 2 talks about. 1 and 4. Why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord. Get that. And against his anointed Jesus, saying, let us tear their fetters apart and cast away the cords from us. But he, our Lord, come on, celebrate with me, who sits in the heavens, laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. So when I watch my president get up there and just destroy democracy, destroy the ancient boundaries with his policies, I have to understand this. He's not my enemy. It's the Antichrist spirit that's functioning through him. and he, He's, deter- he's declaring. Uh, there's many times our president screams and just yells and hatred. And when he does that, the Lord sits in heaven and laughs if he's moving an ancient boundary that the Lord set. Come on. If the Lord laughs at them, that should empower us to realize the boundaries the Lord established comes with legal jurisdiction from heaven that we are called to enforce. We're the ecclesia. We're the sheriffs in town, if we'd say it that way. This works in your home as much as it does in your nation. There's a time if that stuff invades your house, you say, look, I'm the sheriff here. And you do not have a right here. The Lord is laughing at you if you think you can take over my house. And the Lord scoffs at them. So recognize you have an authority as an ambassador for Christ. As you've been reconciled to him, that you have that right to make those decrees. If, if we can find our role in these boundaries being removed, we can easily repent and ask God to restore them. Now here, I'm giving you what an ancient boundary is, but I'm also giving you keys on how to bring them back. So in our nations, or especially here in America, we must ask ourselves the question of what role has the church played in moving those boundaries? I talked about that yesterday. You can't repent of something you don't have knowledge of. So we need to ask the Lord, where has the church done that? Where have we slipped? Where have we allowed those boundaries to be moved? When you said this is a sin and no more. Uh, there's a, a huge international speaker in Dallas, Texas. I won't name him. But he, they asked him on his thoughts on um, alternate lifestyles, you know, homosexuality, et cetera. And his answer was his opinion or his view is evolving, okay? That's moving an ancient boundary. God's law does not evolve. It's standard. It's a standard. You're not coming into some new revelation. It's not a new revelation. It's been there all along. And so there you you see where the church has drifted. There's one example. There's many others, but that's one, the the distorted grace message, which is, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing these lifestyles and living horribly. We're breaking all the laws of First Corinthians 6, and we're also breaking all the laws of Galatians 5, but his grace is sufficient, even if we don't ask for repent. Because remember, part of the distorted grace message is you don't even have to repent that he's died for your sins, past, present, and future, and you just apply him. He, he knows you're going to sin in the future, so they're already covered. See, that's moving an ancient boundary. John tells us, confess your sins, and then he's faithful and just to forgive. Come on, that's what the word says. So we cannot move that standard. Uh, I've been talking about Germany. We can learn from them uh, as as the Nazi regime was rising up. If I could describe that movement, I would use the word intolerant. It was absolutely intolerant of any other view or ideology other than theirs. They, They didn't give into anything else. Civil discourse on political directives was not allowed, nor was it encouraged. Shouldn't it be said of us that we're intolerant of moving a boundary? That's where the church again is complicit when we move boundaries. Why? For peace, to get along with the culture, whatever, the spirit of the age, whatever we're trying to do to find ourselves more accepted in the culture. Look, Jesus's word and his ways are all, always relevant in the culture. What is not relevant about salvation, healing, deliverance, freedom, joy, peace, long-suffering, all the fruits of the Spirit? What's, what's not awesome about that? And it works in any society at any age. In 2014, the Barna Group, which is one of the biggest studies of, of church in the world, polled faith leaders and asked them, if they played an important role in preserving religious liberty in America. The number one group that believed this was the Protestant non-mainline leaders. Protestant mainline leaders polled the lowest and even non-Christian religious leaders polled higher than them. Did you get that? So here you have mainline uh, denominational leaders do not believe it's an important role of the church to, to maintain the boundaries of religious freedom. <laughs> Even lost people think more highly of them than mainline Protestant leaders. That's scary. In Germany, prior to the Nazi rise, the power of the German people had a belief of two spheres, church and state. Christ was the head of the church, but the Kaiser, Caesar, was the lord over the political sphere. They believe that your allegiance to God was best demonstrated to your allegiance to the state. That's fine if your state holds to the honors, the ancient boundaries, but what about when they remove them? And that's a challenge we have right now. So we have to pay attention to this and see if it's not described the church in recent years. The Lutheran church had moved to a place of worshiping God within their hearts. They experienced the saving grace of Christ and believed the church's mission was to only preach Christ. This was meant to bring life back to the church. You have a personal faith revival, but not to be brought into the political or social arena, they believed. That's got to stop. This movement made them ripe to have little or no influence as the enemy, the Antichrist spirit of the Nazis, Rose in their nation. For us, we have seen this, and we don't balance ministering to one another and ministering to the Lord. We do it together. We minister completely to the Lord. Well, I have to stop there. We'll we'll call one more day on this, and hopefully this will help us raise up the intercession that we need and asking God to restore those ancient boundaries. Remember, He's on your side. He's laughing at those that say they can move these boundaries. We must stand with the Lord and stand with his principles that he set before the foundation of the world. They cannot and should not ever be moved. We hold to them. Woe unto the one who moves these boundaries. And when we look at our borders, the invasion of bringing other gods and other ways into a nation is a perfect picture of what is happening about us not having a wall of protection of intercession to protect against false gods coming into our land, even into our own homes. So, Father, I pray right now that this audience would push in with us. And, Lord, let us be a part of fighting the fight and stand, holding the standard and ask you to restore the ancient boundaries in our lands, in our cities, and in our homes. All right, in Jesus' name, bye. Every day for listening to our daily podcast here from Christian Center Streetport. Shreveport. We pray you are blessed today, and thank you for finding the application which is on. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We want to make sure this message and these prophetic updates help everybody to stay where they're supposed to be, know the hour they're in, and what to do. Thanks for sewing. Many of you sew into our ministry. You can do that at our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or you can also go to our app. Thank you so much. May God bless you, and have a great day. I know she has a different style, but I do feel like Cindy was hearing from the Lord. I love the Council of Prophets, getting many people to be a part of that. I pray this encourages you. We have prayer to pray that goes with everything we've said this week about our power of intercession. So let's pray, press into these words. Let's avoid a world war. Let's see Christ reign in every area. Lord, I bless everybody listening today. May they have a great weekend. Come back again next week. We love you guys. Shabbat Shalom.